a view of Gaza 60 years earlier. Exactly 60 years ago, I traveled to the Gaza Strip. In 1963, I spent the summer in Egypt as a participant in Operation Crossroads Africa, which, according to President John Kennedy, was the progenitor of the Peace Corps. The idea was to improve understanding and future cooperation between America and African nations by having young Americans spend their summer working with their African peers, working together on projects with our hands. Most everyone went to countries below the Sahara Desert, except for my group. We went to Egypt, which at the time was quite something, since the United States had cut off all diplomatic relations with Egypt under the then rule of President Gamal Abdul Nasser. During the summer, we had the opportunity to go to many different parts of Egypt, and one such trip was across the Sinai Desert to the Gaza Strip. What is happening in the Gaza Strip right now is so wrenching from so many perspectives. The absolute horror of the Hamas attack, the ignition of war, the almost 20,000 deaths in the Gaza Strip, the humanitarian catastrophe in the Gaza Strip, the seeming hopelessness of the end game that will be at least a partial solution or resolution for both sides. I'm not writing about this at this time to put my two cents into the ongoing debate. Rather, I'm writing about this because I came across a handwritten letter that I had sent to my very special grandmother on August 15th, 1963. 60 years ago. Given everything that's happening right now on the Gaza Strip, I thought I would share what my observations were some 60 years ago when I was there. Dear Graham, I really appreciate your letters so much. They are so encouraging, and it is a real pleasure to know that somebody's trying to learn about the Middle East. I'm afraid when I get home, it will be like talking to a stone wall when I talk to mom and dad, for they don't know anything about Egypt and the Middle East, I'm afraid. This is a very sad thing, for this part of the world is really moving. The newspaper coverage of the Arab world in Egypt is very poor and inadequate in America. The biggest distortion that the American press makes concerns the Israeli problem. The American public is ignorant of the Arab and Palestinian side of the problem. We went to the Gaza Strip last week for a three-day stay. This was a most enlightening experience. Holy cow. We saw the refugee camps, which are bad, but not as an American imagines them. They have Western clothes, thanks to organizations like CARE and UNRWA, the UN Relief and Works Administration. They have better living conditions, that is, clothes and clean homes, than some of the villages that I have visited in Egypt. However, the situation should not be put in the back of your mind because of these superficial conditions. The emotional fact still remains, and that is that they can look from their camp over the valley to their homes that existed before 1948. They can see their homes, their fields being tilled by Israelites. Their emotions and fervor are unimaginable on this point. You can only get it by actually going to the area and talking with the Palestinians 
who've been ousted from their homeland. They hate Americans because we're giving arms to Israel, plus the fact that we're supporting the Israeli economy. If we withdrew our aid, the Israeli economy would collapse. Of course, a large part of this aid is by private Zionist groups in America and especially New York City. The Palestinians hate the UN Emergency Force, which is patrolling the border between Gaza and Israel. The reason is that the Emergency Force is keeping them from getting their homes back. In addition, the fact that UNRWA is 70% supported by U.S. contributions doesn't make much difference to the Palestinians. They think we owe them this. I hope that this will give you some idea what is going on over here. One last point. Believe me, there is no peaceful solution to this problem. I will guarantee war in the next 10 years. Pretty dismal, eh? Love, Neil. P.S. The world needs more understanding people like you. Your letters are the best I get from anybody. Thanks. P.P.S. I'm writing this in darkness. No lights here. No shower either. So I hope you can read it. I have reread my letter to my grandmother probably 20 times. And frankly, every time I read it, I experience emotion bubbling up inside of me. My eyes begin to well up. A teardrop or two finds its way down my cheeks. Emotion because, one, the absolute tragedy of the seemingly intractable situation between Israel and the Palestinian people. Two, the empathy that I have for the plight of the people living in Gaza. And three, how wonderful my grandmother was. I could talk about anything with her. She was so caring, so curious, so engaged. Still to this day, when I'm faced with a decision that involves moral or value issues, I think to myself about what my grandmother would have advised me. I loved her so much. Be sure to subscribe to Meandering Musings wherever you get your favorite podcasts. For more about Neil Peterson and to read more Meandering Musings and travel essays, visit meanderingmusings.net. Like the podcast? Please help us grow our listenership. Tell your friends about Meandering Musings and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.